yeah. I'm ready. This is cold. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. It's cold. Award knighthoods in the Order of Australia to Prince Philip. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. Hold the front page. Alba likes a beer after work. I think he's completely out of touch with what the people of the country want. Prime Minister walking around with a lump of coal. He's a fossil with a baseball cap. Hello, Australia. Welcome once again to Australia's most professional podcast. Yes. On Australian <laughs> politics. And many other things. It's Good Day Sausages. <laughs> I'm Will Grant. I'm CJ Josh. I am Riddles. Why do you laugh when I say Australia's most professional podcast? Ah, uh, because I wasn't looking when you pushed the button and started talking. Because <laughs> I'm so. The good trick at this. is, you should not feel the shame for being disprofessional and turn it into what professional is. Well, welcome back, listener. As you know, this podcast, for those who are new to the podcast, for those who are old welcome. to the podcast, what is it? It's, it's our weekly catharsis. Catharsis. Yes. Purge. It's purge. Emotional yeah. cleanse. It's, it's like goop, is. but for Australian yeah. politics. It's, it's, it's like a colonic irrigation, but for your brain. Every week, we discuss the shit of Australian politics and uh, come to a conclusion or something like that. Usually, we come to the same conclusion, let's face it. <laughs> if you were hoping for a balanced, non-partisan podcast. Try a different one. Yeah. It's true, isn't it? The ending is never a surprise. And the current government can go fuck themselves. Well, here we go. (laughs) Speaking of the current government. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Yes, that's right, listener. This makes the government a legit toddler now. Two years it's old. It's a two-year-old. And it is actually smearing its own poo all over this country. <laughs> as all Look, it's very do. tough when you're transitioning from nappies to big boy underpants. It's a tricky um, time. But you'll get there one day, bro. You'll be fine. You'll be so fine. that makes two years mm-hmm. of Scott Morrison. Obviously, not two years of the Abbott Turnbull Morrison. Uh, no, we've had eight years of that shit. Period. Yep. Whatever we call that. Multi. Multi-umvirate. Yeah. Uh, Seed, you had some feelings about that? Well, not only did I have feelings, but I also I received an email because mm. I'm on every bloody email list that's known to me. So you, you can, in the words of Tricky, say you got a letter from the government the I, other yeah. day. <laughs> I'll just, yes, I did get a letter from the government the other day. And they, uh, yeah, definitely said I was a sucker. So they wanted to list all their achievements. And the top achievement of the Morrison government is... Drumroll. Protection uh, from COVID. Oh. Is it? Yeah, they yeah. Is that right? from COVID. Oh, look, uh, and they campaigned on that didn't in, they? in in their defence. Pick the pick the biggest story of the last two years. Roots. <laughs> uh, the Leppington Triangle, obviously. Yes. Yes. Second is COVID. Second is COVID. And uh, no, and they campaigned strongly two years ago on being able to protect us from pandemics. <laughs> <laughs> and and they and and I'm not. Go- I'm I have never defended their their record here. No, I'm, no. I'm not saying it's perfect, but th- there have been other governments around the world that have done a shittier job. Oh, name name ninety. <laughs> <laughs> No, look, so that's their top one. And then it moves quick, very, very quickly and for a long Other time misc. on the on the, uh, on the scrolling of the web pages <laughs> to jobs recovery compared to the global comparison and then jobs recovery compared to the 90s. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're they're different achievements. They're different achievements. I don't understand why it hasn't been jobs recovery compared to what Labor would have done. Yeah. One, yes, nice. Yeah. 1.6 million jobs created, job keeper, economic resilience they're claiming as an achievement. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, AAA credit rating. Uh, balanced budget prior to COVID. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Also uh, no and also no one gives a shit because that's reduced garbage. Reduced deficit, stronger debt position. We're better prior at being COVID. in debt. We certainly are. uh, And and then it scrolls on for screens and screens and screens of uh, a whole lot of financial stuff. Then another one of its achievements it lists is National Cabinet. Oh, really? I'm kind of like, really? We're going to talk about that later. Okie dokie, let's talk about that. Um, Did you say screens and screens? It's one of those brief 90-page emails? Uh, No, well, no, it linked to something. So Uh, I I did. You went out to their blues. I clicked the link. I'm sorry. 
Like, you went so to the Liberal Party blog. I did. And so that's probably why they keep sending me shit. You need to get a new computer, you realise. <laughs> I know. I'm going to burn it after this. So a bit, here's some things that I think that the two of you will be particularly interested in. Other achievements include reduced emissions, investment in what? renewables. What? Recycling waste. <laughs> Was there an irony in front? Like ironic achievement? I, there, I, there, were, there weren't any So So, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was. I kind of like lost consciousness for a moment. So tell me those three again. So it was uh, reduced emissions, despite everything they're trying. They're, they're really trying investment to investment in renewables, uh-huh. uh, recycling waste. If, if you consider uh-huh. carbon capture and storage as renewable, uh, which I, which, which we don't. Not. Yeah. Also, recycling waste. We are eating a lot of shit. <laughs> So that hey, works. just on that, just on that, totally different point. But I saw this study that was in the Guardian. Australia's like the world's biggest users of plastic, single-use plastics. What the fuck? I didn't think Australia would. I thought we'd be. I thought we'd no. be all right, but we're we're terrible. That's just hygiene. We're terrible. Well, South Australia's banned them now, and the ACT. South Australia's not big enough. Like, they're, oh they're no, just, it's not they're, enough. They're dropping the ocean. It's not enough. As on opposed anyway, to the back ACT. To, back to again, another drop in the ocean. Back to some achievements. Yeah. Fighting terror. No, I feel terrified quite a lot. I don't think that works. <laughs> I I I th- yeah, look, some of, I, 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 these are is exactly as they were written on the. This yeah, but is it's not hard to show. Just in the, it's hard to show a counterfactual here. It's, it's hard to yeah. show. Look at all the, the attacks that didn't happen. The nine elevens that didn't happen. Yeah, so they, there, were, there so were six. Nine's eleven. Yeah, eleven's so nine. Tac- tackling union lawlessness. September's eleven. Oh, right. tackling union lawlessness. And that's freaking outrageous. And then just as a heading, like just just there in amongst. Things with with verbs attached to them. It's yeah. just got NDIS. Just NDIS. Yeah. The, so so they, it, they didn't have, have enough spin language to make it seem like. Yeah. They'd done they done it. They couldn't decide. Are we trying to kill it? Trying to save it? Trying to preserve it? Trying to sustainalize yeah, it? It's a, and they went, no, we'll just put NDIS. It it's, NDIS. It's, it's there. Yeah, there. It's there. Just like to add no verb around it. it. And then all of the followers can go. The ones that think I'll oh, kill it, they're thinking, Fuck oh, yeah. that's oh, awesome. it, killing it. Yeah. And the ones that yeah. are thinking, oh, this is great, preserve yeah. it. They think, yeah, that's it. Perfect ambiguity. The ones who can't even spell it are going, I know what that is. What's an NDIS? So the last couple of points that I, I thought were worth mentioning was there is a more diverse economy. Um, which I, sure, JobKeeper did make it more diverse. I, I'm, I'm surprised that they didn't list um, uh, protecting Australia's ute supply. Uh, and, and <laughs> so used youth to, or ute? Ute, ute, ute. Utes. I mean, they, they did a lot to preserve both the weekend, the weekend and yeah, to yeah. make sure that tradies would get utes on the cheap, yep. which, uh, you know, that's an achievement. But the one I like, I think I almost like it the best, is a more resilient Australia. I have such uh, an aversion huh? to the word resilience. I, the, why, why is it? Because well, do you don't like ours? It just it just makes me feel it, it in a way. The way it gets used is you should harden up. Like if you oh, if you're yeah, not tough yeah. enough, you know you need to build resilience. You That's need to like mindfulness tougher. in the corporate culture. We're going to help you cultivate mindfulness, mindfulness so that you keep putting on with all the garbage we put yeah. you through. Yeah. So those were just a few uh, of the special little highlights. Yeah. Oh, just defend resilience a bit, you know, the ability to recover from, from well, significant shocks. Well, it is, shocks. and I mean, yes, it is, but it also depends on what's the surface that you're, like, you're based on. So rubber balls are, you know, resilience, you know, bounce back like mm-hmm. a rubber ball, that's fine. That works if you bounce it on a nice, hard, firm, stable surface. And you bounce it Chuck on in the ocean. sand. Yeah. In, or, yeah. Well, look, work. I would say I would say that they have been there during the testing of Australia's resilience. I don't think they've done, that's any, true. done anything to preserve it. And in fact, you know, anyway, their efforts to make people... Okay, look, JobKeeper has done a lot to... Um, to help Australia's resilience here, but I think you know, working towards a more precarious economy, then that makes Australia less resilient. Mm. So Look at you with your facts and, and your reason. Are we here for that? The haves and the have-nots and all those sorts of things. Anyway, those were just a few highlights. Holy shit, that's a lot. Oh from no, them, there I was mean. like masses of it. From you, I could listen to you talk about this all oh, night. No, that's you that's could, different. Darling, I know, but that's outrageous. That's my audio book. All right, that's a, that's the last two years. What's happened this week? Yes, then? is it? Uh, <laughs> look, look. I want to go. I want to go with some of the um, the big non-COVID stories. Uh, you know, there's been some shit going down uh, in the climate front, um, both internationally and and here in Australia. I'll, I'll name ten thousand things. <laughs> ten, <laughs> I can name six hundred million. Six hundred million. Yeah. What's, that, what's what, have that? what have you got? Dollars of taxpayers' money that is going to go towards building a gas-fired power station in Curry Curry in New South Wales. In the Hunter. Yeah, which is in the Hunter Valley. 
and it is six hundred million, eh? Interestingly enough, only about uh, one and a half hours drive from the um, Liddell coal powered station that's mm. going to be AGL is closing in twenty twenty three, which I thought I thought was quite quite interesting. So uh, in the topic which we will call "Well Done, Angus." Okay. Angus Taylor, the Minister for Energy and Emissions Reduction, God, the irony, <sighs> um, has approved the, the you know this that our taxpayers' money will go towards this, all while saying that the market will decide. Oh, oh that should be so get much. Me going. Oh my god! Oh my you god! This this, this party of the market, and they're like, yeah, but but government's got to intervene where we want it. Yeah, the we, market we will decide it. on the things that we prop up. Oh my. Yeah, and I, I have no problem with government in intervention in some things because we don't actually – I don't think we run a proper capitalist market. Like oh, yeah, no, the gov- government safety, should intervene in a know, lot of things. safety net or Lighthouses welfare. and shit like that. Welfare and <laughs> – yes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Well, it's the classic definition of where government should step in. Yes. Is it? Yeah, the lighthouse. If, 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 if roads. No, if, if individual corporations pay for lighthouses, then you either get – you know. 50 lighthouses. Or none. You don't. Or, or you, you end up with these weird lighthouses that only work for certain ships. It's dumb. Well, it's dumb. Just, or they if face you, inland. If you pay a little bit of tax, then all the port users get a lighthouse, get a lighthouse. that's lighthouse. useful. You know, governments, governments should invest in that kind of thing. The market is shit at doing lighthouses. So there are so yeah. many things to say so, about cold, what's cold, going on here, though. So, okay. for starters, so they're claiming the little thing you brought up. So one of the claims is that it would uh, help... Uh, fi- fill in the shortage that would be left when little collapses into itself and implodes into, or it turns into a singularity. So this one will be, this gas fire thing they're proposing is 660 megawatts. Mm-hmm. The shortage created by little at its max would be 154. Mm-hmm. So that's a bit of a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who are going to be running the Kuri, Kuri uh, gas plant will be the Snowy Hydro Limited. So that's controlled by two ministers. So it's fully financed and controlled by the Commonwealth. Two ministers, well done, Angus, and Finance Minister Simon Birmingham. The uh, government just appointed the new chair of that committee, the, of that organisation, David Knox, who's the former CEO of Santos. Uh, Santos, you know, do gas. Gas, yes. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I know, isn't it? It's just such a weird coincidence. Also used to be headquartered in um, Adelaide, Simon Birmingham, South Australian senator. Coincidence. Quincy. Continue. The Snowy Board is, uh, one of them on the board members is a former federal director of the National Party of Australia, Scott Mitchell. He's registered as a lobbyist for corporations including Rio Tinto. Um, Rio stands to be one of the only companies affected by the shutdown of the little coal-fired power plant. Um, and because they also own a aluminium smelter which has been powered by it, it gets better. So what else? Uh, who else gets paid? So via Crikey, thank you, Crikey. Jeff McCloy, former Newcastle mayor, he purchased the prospective site for the gas plant, which is an old aluminium smelter, with a guy called John Stevens in 2020. At the time, they said it was their biggest purchase of their career ever. So and they bought a but hang on. He bought the a lump of land. Yeah, they bought, no, they bought the lump of land. They so bought they, the lump of land that where it should be, where it will be. The new place will yeah, be. Yeah. Um, That's fortuitous. Isn't it? It's just what a, what a coincidence. Like those guys just, mm. they just they just saw what was going on. They read the they read the wind, um, and it was it was said that the industrial part of the land would be ideal for either a solar farm or a gas peaking plant. So either solar or gas. Obviously, you go with gas because that's how we move how forward. We well, we're having a gas led recovery. That's, exactly, that's exactly. And look, I've got look at a lot of good gas to give. So, um, Labor Jenny McAllister, she is from the department. She asked, sorry, officials from the Department of Industry, Science, Energy, and Resources whether they were aware that McCloy, this Newcastle mayor, was a major Liberal Party donor. They said, that would be a matter for Snowy Hydro. That's what the Department Secretary said in the Senate estimates. In a response to a question about uh, what Snowy Hydro agreed to pay for the purchased land, the Secretary said that would be firstly a matter for Snowy Hydro, secondly, potentially subject to cabinet inconfidence, and thirdly, (laughs) potentially a matter of current commercial inconfidence. So... Balls upon pants upon garbage. It's just fucking outrageous. We as should usual. know about these things. Yeah, as usual though, as usual, there's nothing surprising except the the sheer brass of this, and yeah, and the sheer say, climate the, raping, and the fact that we we have no need for this. We have no all, need. There, there are cheaper solutions in the renewables and battery space than putting in more gas. And and this is the 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 other context for this. Earlier this week, the um, International Ed- Energy Agency, as many many people have said, not hippies. Not hippies. Way, well away from hippies. Well yeah. Said there, there is no future for fossil fuel uh, mining or um, or fossil fuel power stations. Like yep. the, the, the writing is on the wall. And the interesting thing about that is that's that's in a climate that's obviously driven by climate. Yep. 
But they're talking about the economics of this. Mm. They're worried about stranded assets that you build this shit and then in five years' time they are vastly uh, uneconomic. You know, they, they, they yeah. will never make this yeah. money back. And I get, you know, there are times governments should put money into to doing things. Yeah. This will never make its money back. No. No. Well, it gets worse. So we, we, there is a, a Hugh Sadler, who's an honorary guy at ANU Crawford School. He, he was just saying recently, uh, household solar uptake meant demand on Australia's grid in summer fell to, its peak fell to a five-year low because of solar. So even the demand on the energy grid freaking dropping yeah. because of solar, not because of power plants and shit. So that's not working. But at least, at least Morrison and Taylor pledged more than $2 billion for our last two oil refineries to keep going because we have to secure our energy and oil is the only way to get energy, as we all know. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to secure our energy. I can, I can defend them a tiny bit there in that uh, as a – as a well, Utes. No, as a as a security risk, as a national security risk. You do have to have your oil <coughs> supply. You do. You do need, and in this transition period, sure. When we still only have the um, the electric fleet in Australia is maybe about one percent of cars. That, that, I only have one question on that sentence. Fleet. What transition period? Oh, yeah, exactly. Are we, are exactly. we transitioning? Right no, no, no. Now? I get no. it. I get it. But but in in the interim, if you were to have a situation where we can't actually make petrol in Australia, then then that that could be a big problem. If this was done in in the spirit of and we're spending. 12 billion on transitioning. Oh, totally. And we need this in the background. Sure. No, no, they never talk about transitioning. No, they, they wouldn't. No. <coughs> because and, and so that, that fluidity is dangerous for them. It's completely dangerous. Energy, fluidity, and other. Yeah, so yeah. It, boys are born as boys. Yeah, I was going yeah. to say. Economies were born as fossil fuels, and that's it. And yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's entirely. And, and the market will solve everything. I've, I've, I, look, I know there's a strange coincidence that's happening along with this, but on Saturday, May the 22nd, mm. oh. Uh, there's a by-election in New South Wales. No. And are they buying that election? <laughs> and um, it happens to be the Upper Hunter, Upper no. Hunter by-election. That's amazing. I know. Imagine, imagine, Chambers. If, imagine <laughs> if someone told them that. They would be amazed at they the coincidence. They would be fascinated. So that, that, that by-election came about because of the resignation of the Nationals MP, um, Michael Johnson. Uh, one, of the, one of the grosser... Minor, of minor yeah, elements of, of the rape saga. The rape saga. He self-identified as being the gross person um, in March and that's caused was, the was by-election. Was he the gentleman who interacted with the desk? No, 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 no. no, 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 he, no was, he, he was the texting and arranging um, sexual um, acts with a, a sex worker in the New South Wales Parliament. And, oh, and then, yeah, and then yeah, also right, right. rape. Of the sex oh, worker. Yes, I'm sorry. I yeah. I, I block it out. But, but definitely, definitely yeah, sex yeah. worker. But then also, I definitely block it out. Uh, a little on the rape side. Of he people. allegedly yeah. did things more. Well, it, yeah. There was the allegations were going around. And he he when he went, it's me that I, they're talking about. I That's don't what he said. <laughs> <laughs> so he's getting ahead of the media cycle. Let's yeah, get, I, yeah, I know. But front of the story. Like some of them just don't get how that works. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know, yeah. is it more fun to be in the circle of speculation? You know, sure. our friend, what's his name? Christian uh, Porter. Christian who's, Porter. Who's, yeah. Whose court case is still kicking around. Hey, speaking speaking not of, of rape update, but to continue just a tiny, tiny little bit on uh, um, well done, Angus. Um <laughs> There was a tiny little bit in uh, – he was in a radio interview on Monday that he said he would he will not drive an electric car, uh, which – Is that Angus? Angus, yeah. Why does he go and get fucked? I, I, I know, I know. And, and just, what, just, like, what, what is Okay, he? his justification was uh, I drive I drive long distances uh-huh. um, oh. around his electorate. Now, he's, he's got a pretty big electorate. It's, it's, it's just north of here. It's up uh, Hume. Um, mm. Uh, around Yass and things like that. And it probably yeah. goes a fair way out to the west. I don't doubt there are long distances. However, this I idea, I will I will not drive. I, I've got I will not as I will I'm not, not. drive, you know. Yeah, that just seems like you could say it's impractical <coughs> then, or the network doesn't support me to go or where I want to go. Now or, or the, the model's now. not there They'll for me the yet. Yeah. You know? yeah, for the, now you know. I can't. I'll tell you what I might do. Try and find a way to improve that so that I can. He's almost like he's in a you know decision-making place almost, here where almost, you know yeah. he could actually influence what might be available. It's it's quite interesting because uh, like uh, um, our apartment block that we that um, where sometimes where we all live where we all live together. Yes, yes it's the Good Day Studios apartment. Yeah, block. the bunker. There's nearly where two the bunker bedrooms. is is located. Uh, some of the residents are asking for electric vehicle 
outlets oh, yeah. to yep. be um, so like powerpoints. Put, yeah, powerpoints to be big, big fat powerpoints yeah. to be put in the, uh, in the uh, garage and that, which which is great. But it's 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 almost like it's quite challenging to work out how you retrofit and make that equal and all those sorts of things. So there are a yeah. lot of things to work through at the moment, but it's, they're so not the in. So don't. Well, <laughs> this is what I find really interesting. There, there's a bunch of residents going, oh yeah, but we can overcome that by this, and if you do this, then that will fix. And mm. like this is just people who get together to talk about bird shit on the path normally and they're working out how electric vehicles Are you saying they're not, they're not even at the level of federal ministers? <laughs> well, yeah, but it's just kind of like I'm we're sure giving federal it a go. ministers care about that. Who was, who was, the, um, was, who was the Prime go. Minister that um, was in charge of booking the tennis courts? And I know it wasn't Kevin Rudd, but I can imagine him. Harold being, Holt. Uh, no, no, before no, that. Uh, like uh, uh, Billy McMahon or something like that? Yep, like Billy that. McMahon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, he, Definitely he Billy focused McMahon. on who could book the tennis courts at the Parliament House. Oh, my goodness. My wife plays on them now and she doesn't have to book shit. Well, Good. obviously, and when he died, he said, open slather. Who wants? Give it to her. Yeah, but so every, everyday no, exactly. people are facing this stuff all the and time. With yeah. no help from government. So here's the thing. You, ha- you, imagine, you, you imagine a raft of policies. There's a whole bunch that needs to change in any country or in this country yep. to electrify everything you know and and just for just for vehicles you need you need charging infrastructure at home in your apartment blocks or you need it at at, uh you know charging infrastructure around the country you need a whole bunch of other things as well but you know there's there's no no policies unprecedented in the history of technological advancement the idea that you would have to upgrade your houses to cope with new things has never happened before no i know know. it's (laughs) it's so weird Fuck him! God, he makes me mad. I'm, I'm really, I'm not, I'm not feeling very positive to the Liberal Party right now. You might oh. be amazed to hear that. I know you guys are very just so pro. We catch it, as, you caught you at a rare moment. But it's <laughs> just such a level of assholery that breaks my mind. Well, well, speaking of speaking of um, assholery or you not feeling positive, um, is part of the problem that uh, you don't have enough empathy. Yes, like like yes uh, like those uh, public servants that um, have too much empathy, or uh, Linda, Linda, Linda. So she's worried about the NDIS, that note in the email. So is that Linda Reynolds? Yeah. The the Senator. ambiguous note. Not Linda Carter, not the original Wonder Woman. Who oh, was always, so good. God, she was good. Um, so are, yeah, you, the are you really... I I thought that you had a special place in your heart for, for Gal Gadot. Yeah, I thought oh, you. Oh yeah. I I thought you can you have a special place in your heart for her, but like Linda is the proper Wonder Woman. I I have room for a lot of Wonder Women. Wonderful, wonderful women. That's very nice of you. Yeah. You're a broad church. I have yeah. a huge heart. I'll, and I will Some put any oversized. episode of the 70s Wonder Woman up against that god-awful the 1984 one. movie. Holy shit, that was a bad movie. That, that, I, that was a, that was a very whoa. rare that I go, geez, that was a bad movie, you but that monsters. was a bad have movie. I remember seen? there was a, there's a moment early on where you're going, okay, this, and then you go, what, 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 what? It's and I, I usually like to go to the movies, just, you know, suspend belief, just go with it. And I just go, oh, my God. I went with two girlfriends. The, the movie we wrote afterwards was yeah. fantastic, <laughs> you know, of all was the Gal options Gidot you could have it? had. Yeah, Gal, we, 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 we quite like her. But it was just, why well, I said it in 1984. There was no, they didn't take advantage of that. Uh, and there was they no didn't. decent music. They didn't. Anyway, how dare you? I won't hear a bad word said about um, <laughs> anything like that. Anyway, back to uh, oh, too much empathy, not enough so empathy, the concern? buckets of empathy. She argues the NDIS scheme <clears throat> is too reliant on individual public servants' judgment and their natural empathy. So that's a problem. Their natural empathy. Their natural empathy is a problem. It has to rely on people being empathetic and stuff. So so we've got to get to a place where government has where government workers have no empathy. Unnatural empathy. That's so, how we train people unnaturally. So basically, they want a series of check boxes that that will. But they want a bot to do the assessment of someone. Have you empathy to be, this to get a package on the NDIS? Yeah, or, it's, it's or maybe like not a, get a package. Or not get a package. Maybe yeah. maybe that's the thing. You know, it's yeah. the it's the what was the There's a good story in the Guardian at the moment. Um, a uh, little girl in a wheelchair, and and she was assessed as having no mobility issues. No, so. she doesn't. She's what? got a wheelchair. She's in a wheelchair. Yeah, well, that's solved. Therefore, so. mobile. Oh, Jesus, sorry. But it was also this. This part. <laughs> what of this are you talking was, about? They were saying part. So she said, in the context of this, that this was um, defending the fact the government proposed to have independent assessment of of folk who may or may not be eligible for um, the um, the NDIS. So because the danger was, if you didn't have the independent assessment, you'd have too much natural empathy among public servants. Um, but she also said that let's not get upset about this because the argument to use these private contractors to do independent assessments, it's not universally despised by disability groups. 
So it turns out there's a mob from, uh, uh, they call themselves Every Australian Counts. They had an open letter. 20 organisations who are related to disability services and stuff said, no, that's garbage. So we don't think it's a good idea to have private contractors. We certainly don't think we need independent assessment for natural empathy. And this reminds me of Peter Dutton back in mid-2018. Oh, yeah, why? Remember, he mm. was when he was uh, Home Affairs Minister, he said Australians he had, must... He had a lot of empathy then. He, he was, did. He was he captain did. empathy. Well, he's concerned. He was worried about himself having too much. And, and so he put out a call to all Australians to guard against compassion towards refugees because it could undo the government's hard-fought success in discouraging people smugglers. Oh, my God. So I assume this is quite similar. She's learnt from the, the Dutton School of Compassion and Empathy. Mm. If you have too much natural empathy, it will undo our hard-fought fight or the government's hard-fought fight against, you know, disability uh, he has done He has done some sort of exercise, and I assume there is some sort of exercise that uh, maybe it's medieval. Like, you, I'm imagining a little bit in the school of, you know, when the prince does something naughty um, and there's, Bash a wh- someone else. there's a whipping boy yeah, near, yeah. nearby to make, oh, to make right, the, the prince feel... Whipping boy. Literal whipping boy. Right, you make right, the prince right. feel yeah. sad. Um, there's his friend getting whipped. Yeah. Um, but you don't actually wh- touch the prince. I assume that there's some sort of similar era uh, ritual where you crush the empathy out of your soul. And every <sighs> morning, every <sighs> morning, uh, our friend or not friend... Uh, Peter Dutton maybe has done that for quite some time no, to, to, to destroy any because you think all of those barbaric situations yeah. and and as we'll come to did yeah. we even talk we didn't put it on our fucking list what? oh the whole uh, we can keep refugees in cages forever Jesus oh that one oh, yeah and stuff for you Labour Party oh in fucking deed like Jesus like seriously Seriously. Anyway, this, go, go, go but, back to the empathy. But any, anyway, the, yes, you were talking about Peter Dutton and let's, empathy. Let's, I, I was just saying that I believe he has he has found a way to crush. I know how they do it. Any I, know, I know the training is. Have you seen the Kingsman? No. They give you a I've puppy. They, so they give you a puppy at the beginning of your training. You get to I'm imagining puppy, Peter, Peter Dutton's got a puppy. Peter yeah, Dutton's got a puppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end of it, it's like, okay, now you got to kill the puppy, otherwise you don't pass. You just got to have no feeling. No, I didn't for get that creatures. movie. I, like I didn't like the tone of it. It's like not, it's like, not about the movie. No, it's no, about no, the puppy. Can I just say? Can I just say? Can I just say? Can I just say? Because 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 it's it's kind of like it's a comedy movie for like eighty percent, and then it's got a puppy killing scene, and I'm like, no, that's 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 not comedy. There's there's no comedy that involves puppy killing. They don't kill the puppy, do they? They never kill the puppy. Peter Dutton, however, killed the puppy. And I think he probably does it every Sunday morning before church. <laughs> Gotta get some puppies. I get a new puppy on Monday and I fucking strangle it on Sunday morning. <laughs> Otherwise, too much compassion. Allegedly. No allegedly. Obviously, allegedly, listener. Obviously, Peter, Peter, if you're listening, allegedly. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. If you're listening, but I do, come round. I, I, I do wonder because, like, as, a, as one gets older and you 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 see more in life and you go through different circumstances and stuff like that. And eventually one day you find yourself crying at an ad, you know, <laughs> which sure. is what happens as which, you get which older. Which was the ad? Is it the Lego ad? <laughs> Could be, yeah. I no, cry but- whenever I buy a car and then there's the next one comes out the day after. You're like, <laughs> why, why, why would you cry about that? That one has better windows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, look, my, my show, well, as you well know, um, will the yes, arches? You, the, well, the arches is my radio show, but the uh, TV show that called the midwife. Oh, which yeah, indeed. Drives got, got a baby up my drain pipe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know that, that I would watch that. I would watch an episode of that to actually make sure I did have a good cry every week because that's healthy okay. for you. Catharsis, fair, that, catharsis. That, catharsis. Yeah. again, catharsis. That show made me cry too, but for different reasons. For different reasons. That was just the oh, ads. I know. Do you know. I was babysitting Will's kids one night, and I just started watching um, episodes of Call the Midwife and mm. stopping it. So Child abuse. that it, it just no no that the kids were in bed. That my whole reason for doing it was just to make up his suggestions on his, on his nice, TV nice, programs. Nice. And I, yeah, I enjoyed that. Cool. It was a good thing to do to you. <laughs> I did that and Downton Abbey, I think, and I. I Downton Abbey is reasonable because I, I I never got to Downton Abbey. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not against it. I don't mind a period piece. You would love it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm it. a big fan of they a period piece. Actually, you, no, you like the Crown, don't you? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> cracks me up. This is this is this is a tiny bit, and yeah. it's not really Australian politics. But there was this little bit. There, there was this little bit. I know, sorry, listen, we've digressed for a no, bit. No, no, we'll, 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 look. These people happen to drop in on our chat. Yeah, we'll come back. To, we'll come back to it in a second. But there was this little bit where Harry was talking. Prince Harry yeah. was talking about. Um, uh, the way he wants to raise his son. He wants to break the pattern that has been in the no. royal family. For, and he's like... Harry's uh, not on the crown yet. No, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. And the, the paragraph, this is in The Guardian, and he's and he's saying, oh, now I understanding now um, 
the way my father was raised in the school and such. And it's like he he's the crown. He, he watched the crown, uh, but he's also <laughs> lifting it like this is literally this a is documentary. It's, it's not a documentary, it's, Harry. Harry, it's <laughs> not real. Will, it's a documentary. Oh, wow. No, but he was speaking, and he didn't mention the crown, but it's clearly he was speaking about the Prince Charles scenes, which it would be hard not to watch. If you are if you are Prince Harry and go, I'd, I'd, I'd like oh, to... Oh, that happened to my dad, yeah, kind of stuff. Like, that's awful. Yeah, and, and but, but to be it's fair, not that, a documentary. That was the first thing that popped into my mind too. I read that comment too, and I was like, I know I know which scene you, you mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally, totally, totally. I do wonder whether that, any of the royal family have watched the... The crown. No, the like queen loves it. Uh, Prince Philip uh, said, "Fuck that! I'm not watching that." <laughs> obviously, obviously, he he got out of it as well by dying. Um, but uh, no, the queen was religious, and I, I about watching it. I think she sat around with. Um, is there one called Sophie Wessex? Yeah. Uh, I think, I think no, there's a Sophie. There's a, there's a, no, there's a Sophie Sophie Essex. She's the she's the Duchess of Essex. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, it, it, yeah. Prince, Prince Edward's wife. Yeah, so I think they sat. My, the story is they sat around together, and the only thing she was ever miffed at, um, and obviously the Queen does not actually talk publicly, so this is rumours upon rumours. Um, what did she have for breakfast? No, uh, it was obviously one hot. is hotter than an actress. One <laughs> has was, been misrepresented. She was quite hot, like like, like the, the early yeah. Um, was was uh, Prince Philip uh, bullying Charles? Um, early in one of those scenes, and she she was like, "No, that's not how it happened." And so she was yeah. just def- defending Philip there. He was a much better bully than that. <laughs> I don't doubt it. So anyway, Australian politics. Have we got yeah. near that? Oh one? yeah. I yeah, thought we were just doing movie reviews and having All right. All right. Now, there's a story going around that this segues from uh, the royals, palaces, red carpets. Rod, can you tell me what that's about? I'm very excited. So I'm, I can't remember the name of the airbase, goddammit. I forgot to write it down. So Scott Morrison has visited a couple of local sort of smaller towns, and he lands at uh, airbases. And they have laid out red carpets at the base of the little plane and like Australian flags. literal red flags. carpets. Actual, literal, real Are red carpets. Are you serious? Carpets. Whose choice is this? So this is the question. And what I like is, I mean, I don't know which way to go with this, but... This is Australia, right? This is Australia. This is Even Australia. the Pope got out of the plane and bent down and kissed the tarmac. Oh, Morrison didn't do that. Um, he... Red carpets. Literal oh. red carpet at the base of the small plane. And these were smaller towns. And they were not official. Like they weren't. They weren't other members of state or parliament. I like, can. I can imagine some some weirdo bureaucrat did this because they've got to. We've like, got to roll out the red carpet, and then then like the the intern was like, "I'll get it. I'll get it, Dad. I'll go buy one. This one's brown, but I can paint it." But they've had the red carpet in the shed since since yeah. the Queen came in nineteen fifty two, and and they've and they've, yeah. they've got it there. So so he's like, "Oh, did you mean it seriously?" Yeah. And I'll pick it up after I get my sky. Hooks. And he just meant yes. no. We meant yes. put on a pineapple platter. It's going to be nice. But yeah, that's it. Make him feel special. Yeah, exactly. So I know literal red it carpet, Australian like flags, and dudes saluting. Yeah. Um, and so there's a there's a, a fairly well circulated photograph on Instagram, which Morrison put on his Instagram account on May seven. His office was contacted by at least the ABC, and they confirmed the image was not photoshopped. It's legit. Jesus. See, I've been seeing this picture, and I thought someone was just taking the picture. Hundred percent legit. <laughs> his office confirmed it was real. I, you, I I have a really visceral feeling about this. In in the Does sense, it make you want to throw up just a little just bit. A, I oh, you know one of the, one of the things I do love about having a royal family that live in another country is means we don't actually ha- really have a head of state. Now I know that's not true. I know it's mm. not true. But it it feels like we kind of escape okay, that. Kind of it feels like we kind of escape that shit down here. We have a head of government and they they make decisions or they don't very well. But anyway, yeah. and and they're not some swanning around general, person that's above I've been, us. I've been to a function at. Um, uh, government house. No, 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 no. One has been. One has been. Well, two of us went. And two ones. Two has been. Two has been. Two ones But it was when um Quentin Bryce was the the Governor General, and her husband was just delightful, and he said, and I don't know, I got chatting. Uh, to, to him, but I don't know what it was. But anyway, he said, "Oh, there's this really cool piece of furniture in this other room." And he said, "And so I go get, grab a few of us there to go in and have a look." It wasn't a guillotine, no. But he's got this this furniture, and it's got secret drawers and things in it. Oh, and awesome. he's showing us how all these secret drawers pop out and all the rest. Of it. This and is where we keep like, the frangers. And this, it was just like it was, I thought. I thought it was really nice, and I thought, yeah, it's kind of like we have all this stuff, and this is where the queen stays, and that. But how cool! this drawer that just pops out when you push this button. Are there so any secret passageways? I didn't find Wrong out. era. I know the White House has secret passageways. Yeah, so I, didn't, Parliament I didn't find out. Yeah, I know. But they're, they're probably more practical. But this is secret Parliament and practical. House? Yeah, Parliament House. That, that said, 
So yeah, the whole he, road network but, underneath. But so he, he literally, he literally, for whatever reason, and and it's not been substantiated yet whether he demanded this or not. But literal red carpet, and so a few people chimed in on this. So a forty-year, eighty-year veteran said it's the first time, as far as he's aware, that the red carpet has ever been used for an internal visit by an Australian Prime Minister. So that's forty years worth of history. And Turnbull and Rudd both weighed in and said they don't recall ever receiving red carpet treatment at an Australian military base. So and they shouldn't. No, and they shouldn't. And they weren't saying that as an. It's not fair. They were saying this is balls. Oh, oh it's totally balls. No, I'd be, this is this is an ex prime ministers club thing here to say. Pull your frigging head in. Yeah, again, you are, you are not some piece of royalty. Ag- again, and where are you, Johnny? You little royal, shit. The the red carpet purpose is so that the ladies with the lovely ball gowns don't get mucky stuff on their hems. You know, like that's basically what Scott. It, in his defence, Scott was wearing a ball gown. <laughs> He, Scott Morrison, that. the secret new entrant in RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. God, so, I would not watch that show. Oh, I would. <laughs> if Scott was in it, I'd lo- like. Uh, did you ever seen the Birdcage where Gene Hackman mm. has to dress in drag? Yeah. Mm. I think Scott Morrison. Would I be feel quite like similar. I feel like that's dated. No, I'm just saying Scott Morrison would look similar to Gene Hackman yeah, dressed yeah, in yeah. drag. Oh, yes, that's true. That's oh. true. It'd be quite surprising. Not good. Another conservative politician. So we're, yeah, we're the, the red carpet actually up. happened. It's a load of freaking pants. Yeah. And it's yet another reason to go, no, you're not good, Scott. And it, it's another reason to demonstrate that he needs the, the trappings to make up for the fact that he's a complete hollow man. Oh, he likes the trappings. That's all he's got. Mm. But the trappings are like the trappings are good enough. Your your number plate is C one. You get a Oh, he's driver. definitely number one C. You know. There's no question. <laughs> hey. <laughs> totally. But it's like like you get enough stuff. You would think that you'd want to make it, your life more normal as as possible, so you're in touch with the people. No, that's of. why he built built his daughters the the um, the chicken coop, chicken coop, the yeah. bird cage cubby house, know, something like whatever that, it was right? that he was the, hammering the, the nail cage in the wrong in the back, way, backyard, no, yeah. yeah. permanent. Yeah. Uh, um, so that's fun. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I had no idea what that was about, and that is amazing. All right, no, um, let's go. Do you uh, want to talk about the refugees being locked up forever? Oh, well, I thought we'd mention that, but yeah, look, look yes. I, just, I don't know enough about. <laughs> no, 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 no. But well, so so that it does stem from a particular story, uh, and uh. and it's it's a really unfortunate case. It was uh, a guy, a Syrian refugee. He'd been in Australia for um, a long time, like he came with his parents, mm. uh, I believe. Um, and he might have been uh, a kid when he came, and yep. now he, he was about when he was about twenty, uh, committed a crime, uh, went to jail for a few years, and then after that, Peter Dutton uh, revokes his visa. Mm-hmm. Serious? So not he was a citizen. Uh, well, he was no, he was under refugee under refugee refugee, okay, refugee visa, and so um, Syria not being a country that anyone can go back to, um, Peter yep. Dutton doesn't have the legal power to send him back to Syria. Right. Thank God. Uh, but he's he's revoked his visa for being in Australia, so he he's he's become stateless. Stateless. Well, he's got a state, but it's not it's not one that you. Can well, really it's go a bit to. like all the Australians so, in India, yeah. And so I, I get as a bureaucrat going. Well, the what we need to do is solve the law so that we can just keep him legally here forever. Uh, that will make it not illegal. Mm. But you have to you have to take the puppy and kill the puppy. Kill the puppy. As and well. as we all know, any any crime committed by someone who wasn't born here is the worst crime in the world, and they should suffer for the rest of their lives. Yeah, it's freaking bullshit. Like he's uh, done his, he's done his time. And surely, surely, here's the yeah, other thing. Yeah. Maybe if prisons were about rehabilitation <laughs> rather than just yeah, I know <laughs> slow, slow down here. Yeah, rather than just punishment. Punishment. Maybe you would say, oh, they spent two years of rehabilitation. They come out and they are better humans. Wait, that wait, wait, are wait. Equipped to. I thought you said prisons. Yeah. yeah. Well, we haven't quite got to private prisons yet. <sighs> Not quite. Look, look, look it's, don't it's tell me. It's a moment away. It's a moment away. Oh, this government evil. would find a way. Look, an evil. abomination. Uh, I think yeah. uh, prison, private and prisons are I just find it terrible that the law – so th- there was legislation that went through Parliament to um, change the law so that refugee status could be changed and you could be kicked back to your own country, and the Labor Party supported it. Uh, yeah, well. And it's like – Look, they're not doing a great job. Just – like, I don't – just – just have some balls. Oh, about see that. Something. See, see what you what you missing what out. What I'm here. missing out. They've, here been, is they've been safety. wedged. They've been wedged because because you know they got to show that they would be puppy killers. Like if if necessary, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, you know yeah, don't yeah, don't wedge yeah. us between puppy killing and not puppy killing. We're puppy, We're killers, puppy killers if we need to be. Like we'll 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 be slower to kill the puppy than the Liberal Party, oh. but we'll still kill the puppy. Yeah, humanely ish. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't believe that for somewhere that goes on about you know we are young and free and all the rest of the bullshit oh. uh, that we get rid of like. 
our own citizens who are in other countries. We're not young and free anymore. Oh, no. No, I think we're still young and free. No, no, no. no, That was was This Australia Day. We changed it to we are one and free. One One and free. free. Because you can't just be young anymore. No, no. It's it's not about how old you are. It's about about the oldest continuing cultures in the world. That's what I'm saying. We can't be young anymore. But anyway, (laughs) it was the free part I was talking about. (laughs) Yes. And so we've got... All, we've got citizens all around the world that can't come back to the country. We've got citizens yeah. who Unless now another cricket. one, another Australian citizen, fifty-one-year-old bloke, um, just before we started recording, has recorded as uh, di- having died of COVID in yep. India. Not the guy who was one of the pioneers of solar technology. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, okay. um, you know, the, the, the people can't come back to their supposed country, and this I is, just find is, that disgusting. Oh, I find it absolutely disgusting, and 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 I think. I, I, I confess that I am not following the details of the public health arguments um, on all sorts of COVID-related stuff as much as many people on but Twitter. You've are. always been complex. lazy. It's it's complex, and, and I'm not here. I'm not here to make those arguments. But what one thing I would say is that more and more, uh, a the inability to bring back Australian citizens over a year now is just preposterous. But it's the other not thing, inability. the other thing is more and more. You know, this story about us being a bit of a hermit kingdom now. It's like uh, you know. How long? How long do we sit here toughing it out? I, I, I just don't Seven. think it's, it's feasible, and it, it also <laughs> reminds me of the you know the more you have that, that that hermit kingdom bizzo. Yeah. Um. The more it is about the, the, what was that that book that you had to read in high school with the conch shell, Lord of the Flies. Nineteen eighty four. No, Lord of the Flies. I was going to say where uh, all, the, the, all the boys the, uh, are kind of like on this island and yep. how they evolve yep. their own society and start yep. doing terrible things to each other and all the rest of it. That's what happens if you're a hermit society. <laughs> it's also how all the liberals have been educated to begin with, all the boys at least. Oh, they read the first half of Lord of the Flies and then they say, okay, fucking now, great idea. Hey, this now, yeah. role, pl- role play, how would you do this? Just how would yeah. you do this? What what rank are you going to be <laughs> yeah. in the island? You Set it up, boys. Well, Set it up. Okay, bully, bully, bully each other. <sighs> Yep. Who's going to get the pig's head that we can cover in? Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's, how, that's, um, that's a metaphor for life. so wrong. They saw it as an instruction manual and that's a bit disappointing. Yeah, I do know some people that, that read Animal Farm in the same way. Are they called Karl Marx? <laughs> no. no. Uh, look, look, adding to the border story, obviously, uh, we had a little bit of story on uh, uh, Virgin Australia, um, the boss yeah. of Virgin Australia saying, yeah. oh, you know, we should open up a little bit, you know. Yeah, open and, up the borders and people and and uh, you know people might die, but uh, I, I, look, I honestly I think she was she was misrepresented on this. I'm pretty confident. Mm. Are you sure? Are you being serious now? No, I'm, she, I'm was being def- serious. she was definitely calling for people to die. She was yes. saying she said she was saying open up the borders fucks. and we get the guillotine out. The bit that's been missed in every every quote I've said, I saw at one point, and she said she said or in, in the context of with vaccination. All right, with vaccination, and that that is a pretty pivotal comment. Yeah. I mean, oh, look, look. To be honest, I, I think I think it is still very difficult to have the conversation of what what is actually the definition of when we open the borders up. For sure, it's what, tr- what, what it's has been tr- what has been stated by the prime minister of when. I mean, I know that I know they said oh, like maybe mid twenty twenty two. Yeah, well, that that's just someone in Treasury saying we need some assumptions to base this on. E- exactly, but but, but, but <laughs> what is true. what is the policy landmark that says okay, now we open yeah, the borders? Like, like where, where's the tick box of? Is it we get to seventy yeah, percent vaccinated? Seventy percent vaccinated, and we haven't had any deaths, and we haven't. Or it's had any when Scott Morrison feels he's won the election. Yeah, like like give us give us the well, landmark. I, I think or you Jen, just Jen says it. open the borders. No, you just nailed it. But so yeah, this what's her name? Hoodlicker. I don't know how, quite how to pronounce it because it's missing a few vowels from my English only language skills but she said we can't keep COVID out forever or, or reportedly and it will make us sick but won't put us into hospital some people may die but it will be way smaller than the flu that sounds monstrous and also wrong but if you say with high enough levels of vaccination then a lot of that the context if that's the context then this this statement sounds a little different I, I don't agree with prioritizing comp, uh, corporations and their shareholders but I think she's been misrepresented. That's that's my impression. So the other thing, a part of that too, is with the right level of, of vaccination and it's also the right people having the vaccination and the and the amount of vaccination that's being given out to, uh, you know, a community of people with disabilities mm. who are incredibly vulnerable, the uh, people in a- aged care who are incredibly vulnerable and they, they just seem to be not getting the vaccines as fast as they need to. I think we've gotten to 3% of aged care workers, haven't we? Like, it's not as if you don't know where they are. Like, (laughs) No, they're very elusive people. (laughs) They scuttle away like cockroaches when you turn the light on. You never know where they could be. I just find... 
going to just I'm just dumbfounded that you you just you're like just do your mobile vaccine kind of thing like you go to all the aged care homes and yes. you do this and 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 you've got so many people poor, poor people who 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 have got um some welfare benefits or oh, sorry when I say poor people I mean what I mean is people who who are accessing the system uh, rightly so. To we know where people with disabilities are as well, and they're also very good at self-identifying. It's yeah. like give them the vaccines. No, there is another study coming out, uh, or came out just the other day, talking about s- potentially a bit of a rise in vaccine hesitancy. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a few of those at the moment, and, yes. and and more so. And and you know the government's been doing doing its best to make us scared. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Did you see many TV ads or anything like that? I don't see TV. Well, I, I'm not the right person for TV. Are they on ads. Netflix? I don't see any. No, exactly. No, I mean, I was going to say, who's the ABC? <laughs> Only watching black and white. It's very difficult to find those programs. <laughs> but it's warmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I no, I don't know where those ads are. No, not seeing a lot. But no. and I get there's no. no point having an ad if if we don't have uh, sufficient supply. But uh, but but also we, mm. when you hear the the press interviews and that, and they start talking about whether you need a single dose or a double dose or a booster or da da da, that just sounds like gobbledygook, and they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, and you absolutely. go, I don't know whether to trust you with this or not, and this bothers me. No, I have to say there is an upside. Personally, there's quite an upside because I'm currently at the end of teaching a course on risk communication. Oh, really? Oh, well, and, and so this how are you is, going for examples? Uh, like I'm running out. <laughs> Every week it's literally, and so, and off we go. Like there's not been a week where this has not been perfect. So thank you, Australian government. You've been very useful. Or international pandemic. You know, you got to... No, no, gotta, no. I'm, I'm going to keep it personal. you got to take the real. virus. I'm keeping it Australian. Okay. Mm. I'm keeping it local. Thank you, LMP. I, I do think it's such a shame that we don't have... I mean, no one should. Be, you shouldn't be slavish to what the government says. I mean, like we what? want free thinking, lovely, you know, questioning, critical people, and all the rest. No, of we're it. not. What, what we should be. I, I don't see any evidence to say no, that no, we no, are free thinking, right. loving. Uh, no, no, no. We should like. Well, yeah. that would be nice, but um, it's it just it just cracks my head that that we can't trust some absolutely fundamental things anymore yeah. that if I go overseas, my country will let me back in because yeah, t- I don't, yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah. what's going to happen yeah. while I'm away. Yeah. You know, like that, and that's bullshit. Uh, yeah, yeah that's and, and it's kind of like that sort of thing and, and it is what – yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just going to go – I'll just have a little drink. All right. You have All a right. lie down. <laughs> you have a Bex and a lie down. I have a little All right, I just, wanna, I just want to go with um, last week at the budget and obviously you have a big cash splash of a budget. Everyone gets some dollars except for universities. I got 10 grand. Uh, yeah, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> then um, obviously you get a huge bump in the polls. Oh, yeah, didn't that go well? <sighs> Look, except for the polls. Oh, so what have we got? My understanding is it didn't go so well. My favourite thing was there was a study that uh, got put out by uh, Williams and my, oh, and indeed, Sidra's very own university. Australian National University. University. The uh, levels of confidence in the Australian government are not what you would call going up. Mm -hmm. Who did they ask? They asked, uh, well, I've got got that here. They asked... uh, 3,200 adults, uh, and they did a, they did this over time. So they asked people before and after, or currently during COVID. Mm. And um, the people who did it, they're a mob called the Social Research Methods Group a company at ANU, and I know them. I've used them myself for other surveys. They're good. They're good at what they do. Mm-hmm. And you can take that to the bank if I recommend them. That's obviously because oh, right, you don't like anybody. I'm re- and I'm, but they're, they're <laughs> great. So what they're, what they're saying, the, the summary comment from the professor in charge was a very large decline in confidence in the federal government among Australian voters. Um, and they, they did this in April this year, but they linked it to responses from the same people back as the beginning of the COVID thing started. Okay, yep. So they can actually map change right. to the same people. So there was a huge decline in confidence uh, between January 21 and April 21. The confidence in the federal government dropped federal from 54 and a bit percent who said they had a great deal or quite a bit of confidence. That was in April. January. And January, sorry. And then it dropped to 45%. So there's wow. been a 10% drop pretty much. That's a big. It's a big mm. drop. Drop. The peak, the peak was in May last year. That was at 60% confidence. So it's dropped since May of last year to 45 from 60 Huh. So that's the, the other the other thing is um, uh, other polling has come out to say uh, 
after the budget, um, no strong gain for either major parties in primary vote in terms yeah. of the vote. And mm. so there's no budget bounce. So whilst whilst many people, you know, you hear these stories around Canberra of oh, we're going to go to an election sometime soon, and, yeah. and Morrison's looking pretty strong. But the other way around, it's still uh, some of the polls are still sitting at something like fifty one forty nine to the Labor Party. So whilst Al- Anthony Albanese is not Captain Cutthroat, uh, it's not like Morrison is uh, Colonel Sitting Pretty. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. I love that man. I like that. <laughs> that is a man. No, yeah. there was there was there was a lot of that. I mean, I also, I know we haven't done a, a proper rape update, but this this poll touched on matters related to that as well. Mm. Oh, no doubt, I was thinking that might be a big part of that. Yeah. And so there was there was things about um, uh, where are we? Blah blah blah. I'm looking, I've got a lot of lot of notes here. Okay, more than three quarters of Australians, so over seventy five percent, think quote men getting away with committing sexual harassment or assault was a major problem. This is in the context of the government as well. Almost three quarters said women not being believed uh, when they claimed they'd been or experienced assault. Got to say, also a major problem. Got to say, actually getting to three quarters on on some, it, it is actually huge. It's like I, I, I just, I, I'm sorry, like, I'm I'm like staggered to I get know. to get to seventy five percent of agreement. There are some anything. intense troglodytes out there, you know, and um, and and this company, like the the organisation, or well, we call them a company because we have to pay them if we use them. But they they survey and they sample very well. Yeah. Like they really do cross they, sections they do of, cross of sections adults, right. yeah, and they they don't muck around. So, look, there there could be some problems with the fact that there's only that there's only you can only measure people who say yes to being measured. Yeah, but my experience has been with them at least in in science related stuff that they do get a good range of people. I kind of feel I kind of feel that saying oh, yeah bugger it I'll say yes I'll have a chat yeah. uh, is is a little bit of an across the board phenomena. Like there's people from so. all sorts of social so. democrats. Oh, look, you see they see it in all the lo- local. Local paper where there's you vox know, pops, yeah, the vox pops. You, you get a, you get a. They're de- crackers. Oh, so I still love the onion vox pops, but um, hey, you should read, you should follow shit Adelaide on Instagram because they have the real ones that are in the <laughs> advertiser <laughs> and they are what's amazing. Um, what's in what's in Adelaide? Stop it! I, I got to say, only one other thing from this poll because it was it was talking about confidence. Even though they dropped down to what is it, forty five percent, it's still well above the twenty seven percent who reported confidence in the federal government in January twenty twenty during the height of the bushfires. Bushfires, so it dropped to twenty seven percent back then. So yeah. it's so no doubt we'll hear if if this reaches any kind of liberal stuff. They didn't put the bushfires we'll on the on the, the two year anniversary list of of, of how well significant achievements. Holding hoses, I, not I really. Actually, do no. I'm pretty no, sure. That, not. Well, actually, that would be a thing. You know, being clear about who holds hoses in Australia. We, oh. achieved, we achieved bushfires. Yeah. I know, and I, and did I, I saw a David Rowe cartoon a couple of days ago, and it had Scott Morrison, you know, sitting in the pilot seat of the plane, oh, supposedly the coming plane. back from broken <laughs> plane, supposedly coming back from India and everything, going oh, but I don't fly the plane, and it was just it was cruel and funny and grotesque but wasn't it also was that the one where the plane was being pulled by donkeys and instead of <laughs> wheels they were using the plane engines as wheels and it yeah. was about how they'd also punished universities because this would show the know-it-alls so they're basically back sort of post-apocalyptic <laughs> relying on animal I, look i just i just like the, the the number of things that scott doesn't do amazing amount it's a long list uh, well uh, uh, to, of his own admission Oh, that, that's true too. He says it himself. Mm, he, sa- mm. he says it in his out loud voice. So anyway, that, that poll is kind of interesting and it's available. And I, I'm, I'll just read out the link. HTTP <laughs> backslash forward slash eight three seven. All right, all right, all right. Stop that, stop that. That's just terrible. It's right, terrible. But I haven't finished. Dead air, man. We can't have dead air. Everyone knows that. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> we uh, don't do anything in post. Yeah, no, well, that's for weirdos uh well look there's just a couple more stories that we should touch on then we can yes. go to you know any any other any other okay. business um a space force <gasps> what the hell fuck what? yeah we're getting one what do you mean we're getting one who's we, the we? australia australia so there's going to be a new division which is going to be made up of army yeah, navy is, and air force people. this is a military division it's not it's, it's not the australian space agency getting it's a military, getting a no, branch it ain't, it ain't slazo okay it's, it's, it's uh it's, it's like gonna be here like yeah. duntroon's gonna have a little astronaut uh, i don't i don't <laughs> I'm a little Duntroon astronaut. <laughs> I am from I have a helmet. Every year I get a new piece of the yes, equipment. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I have a helmet again. Be like Marvin the Martian. <laughs> I salute too hard in the X-91 Exterminator. <laughs> so we're getting one. It's going to be a, com- a combination of people from Army, Navy and Air Force. And it's mostly about, at this stage, uh, better protecting satellites from attack. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's going to be established within the Royal Australian Air Force headquarters in Canberra early next year, and it will be led mm. by Air Vice Marshal Kath Roberts. Oh. 
Okay, go. So cat. I'm both happy that they're giving it to a woman, and it also makes me think: is that because you think it's shit? Because you're bastards? Yeah. Oh, like who knows? Yeah, it could be a hybrid. But so, but we're going to have one, and they're a bit more focused than Donald Trump's. Star Trek logo space. Do you remember Star Wars when, like, I do. I've seen it. Ronald Ronald Reagan Reagan Star Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, I've not seen any claims about the actual technology and stuff, but the the, chicken wire. Yeah, they're going to put chicken wire around the satellites and and um, slingshots. But we also, you know, um, talking about our university again. There's there's much technology out that's just sitting here in Canberra to shoot down little space fragments. Uh, So hell yeah. So you know what they call it? The pew pew. Pew pew, pew pew pew. It's actually called pew pew. Project pew pew. Well, why wouldn't you? Uh, God, I would. But yeah. we're not alone. We're not alone. The UK and a few other countries have already done this. Oh, it's and bloody like, I th- maybe it was the UK who started theirs on April the first, and I think bad idea. Dude. Seriously, Jesus. fellas. Seriously. Did you run it past anybody with yeah, a brain? They, yeah, Boris. <laughs> no, that wasn't anybody. Not not with a brain. So. <laughs> How many kids? How many kids could you possibly have? How many have? kids? I don't how, know. How, how would know? Who, who would know? know? who would know? Who would know? It's who impossible know? to know. How would you uh, know? Well, he's a very attractive man. He has well, a lot of opportunities. Look, look, look I just, figure if Mick Jagger can count his kids, Boris can give it a go. Who's there to verify that? <laughs> how many you got, Mick? <laughs> Fucking 12. <laughs> all, right, all right, champ. Uh, uh, look, just, you know, obviously, at least it's proactive in the sense that, uh, you know, the threats that we face in the future may not be the no, threats no, it, it might so actually blah, be blah, re- blah, blah, It blah. might be reasonable. They're not calling it Space Force. They're not creating a whole new arm of the Defence Force. Like, it's a hybrid of a bunch of people. Yes, it'll run out of the Air Force because that's fair. Because space is in the sky. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's different. It's different. It's in the sky. It's different. Point it's to space. It's above the sky. Yeah, You're pointing up, aren't you? It's You're above, pointing up. It's, it's above the atmosphere. Sky. Above the atmosphere. Okay, so Thunderbirds one, two, and three could I'll go in the sky. Yes. Thunderbird five, space. Yeah, you need different equipment. Yeah. Fuck, I'm excited. Okay. Uh, we're not getting any good equipment. We're getting lame stuff. I know we are. Uh, all right, you got any more? Got any more? Uh, I think I, you, oh, I have written cabinet. national cabinet yeah, here, but I don't, I don't know. What's your national cabinet thing? Because the um, Morrison government, whose second birthday it is, have claimed that as an achievement. Which I'd just what? like to point out, World War Two, but, you know, carry on. Well, but still, okay, that. bringing it back, though, I, I, you know, as um, if there is a Nobel Prize for Australian governance... I, I'd be it's up, a shit it'd be national a cabinet. If it's, if it's a real national cabinet, you put the leader of the opposition in as well and you actually... Oh, God, just don't get me going. <laughs> governance, I, you know, <laughs> governance. People don't understand it. Governance? Carry on. It's better than nothing. Yeah, that's it. We'd rather have it's something. Always good. Like, I'd rather oh, yeah. something shit than something that works. That's that's always been my motto too. So Rex Patrick, independent senator, and yep. also the only living human called Rex anymore. I know because the rest of them are dogs from Denmark or something. From many places, but like seriously, why is no one called Rex? Have another baby. That's even short for. Have another baby, Rex. Rex a million. Garrix. Rex But isn't Rex like the Latin for royal or something? Yeah, king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. king. King something, yeah. Oh, it's there a man's name. It is a man's name. Yeah. Go or on, Will. Vagina. You're the breeder. Yeah, right. Off your pop. Yeah, have Re- another one. Have another one just so we can call him Rex. <laughs> Rex Jina. Because then they can choose later. Anyway, so Rex Patrick, who's an independent senator, so he's challenging the idea that the National Cabinet is actually a cabinet because he wants to get uh, – that means they have – Cabinet confidentiality rules, and he's saying that's balls. They shouldn't have. Oh, okay. They shouldn't have that. So if it works, they will have to release their deliberations, their papers, oh. their outcomes, etc., <laughs> so under cool. FOI requests. I love that. So that's where they're at right now. Rex, so is, that, Rex is, is doing is that. Is that, that a constitutional down. question? Is cabinet? cabinet no, because the cabinet's not mentioned in the constitution. So cabinet, cabinet is just uh, no. a, a legislated body with, yep. uh, from parliament. I'm pretty sure we don't have it. Oh, that's in interesting. Yeah. But so it's yeah, also their, like their claims that. of confidentiality are being challenged, and my god, that would be. Like I don't like boring reading, but I think but maybe good. I think I might get a, a little bit dribbly reading there. I just think that that slow vibration that you can feel under Canberra at the moment is like a thousand oh, shredding shit. machines. <laughs> it's just like just before an election when oh, you hear y- all the shredders. Y- you know, you know when when an independent senator like that comes up with a good question that's like oh. It's like Wilkie when he gets onto a roll of yeah. something like that, and he just you're just like, yeah, you got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. You just well, no, that, he would have put that up, and they would have let it on down. That's why you're called the king. Uh. <laughs> 
Hey, totally, totally, well di- digress, totally digress on cabinet. Well but um, I was looking through the, the the ANU library the other day, and I was looking for a particular. journal. What do you mean by looking through? You mean online cruising? Online, online cruising. cruising. Oh, I, was I, was cruise, yeah. I was surfing the web, and I was looking for a pati- I was looking for a particular journal, and I couldn't find it. And sometimes it was the search. Was, and and I found that ANU subscribes to three cabinet making journals, and I'm like, that's a little bit weird. Why do we subscribe to three? Cabinet? Did Scott write one of them? Because he made a cabinet. <laughs> I don't know. You know that's right. And and one of them I found. I, I thought. Fuck this! I'm going to go and look and yeah, see, what, see what's in this, and, and and it's it's all wacky, wacky, wacky furniture. And there was this, there was this with secret drawers and hidden spaces. So, so the one there was, there was this guy. He's gone. Okay, I wanted to meld the little backdress yeah. and the cabinet. What? And so he's made what? this made this so thing. So Givenchy meets. It's it's sort of it's sort of a set of drawers that it, that is hanging like a little backdress in in your in your shelf area. Could could it be worn? No, 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 no. It's right. a, it's it's some boxes. It's I blame the school of art. It was, it, was, <laughs> it was possibly the ugliest piece of furniture I've ever seen. I've ever seen. But anyway. <laughs> there oh, you go. It's so and you good. used to shop at Nick Scully. Oh, boom. Oh, look. That, see, that sometimes you can come up with some gems. I, I, I remember when I was teaching journalism and I'd always – and, like, seriously, it was before the internet almost um, – that, that would be when you're looking up someone in the white pages, the, the good thing about it was you could always see the entry before and the entry after. So if you couldn't find the person you were looking for, usually it was their cousin or their uncle or someone that was like nearby <laughs> in, the, in the book. Oh, well, totally Adelaide. <laughs> it's anywhere actually. But um, yeah, that's really good that you found something random when you were looking online. I like that. There you go. So good. Because on the whole, the internet doesn't have much random stuff. <laughs> It's a fair call. <laughs> oh, look, I find, oh, yeah. It's All right, listener, cool. we've digressed. We digressed. I hope oh, you had look. a bit of fun. I hope you had a bit of fun. I, well, did, I hope you enjoyed you. eavesdropping look, in on our conversation. Look, you know, our job here is to talk about the big stuff, to, you know, point Australia in a better direction, have a bit of fun with it. You know, we don't want to make it boring. Catch up with friends. But you know the drill, listener. You know the drill. This is a mission. This is a mission to make Australia cool again. Cool again. So that, you know... Podcasts where we can shoot the shit are more about shooting the shit and less about talking about how we can lock up refugees indefinitely. That'd oh, be nice. But we did talk about that. We did. But not pro. Not pro. On the whole, like at least one of three of us is anti. And what about the other two? I don't know. Oh, no. uh, who, knows? who knows? Who knows? This has been G'day, Astro- G'day Sausages. G'day Astronomers. <laughs> G'day, G'day Astronomers. G'day Astronomers. G'day Astronomers. That's a spin-off. We could do that. It's on. But you know who'd have to be on that. And, and, and we we couldn't it. do that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way we're doing that. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. You don't, you don't think the Vice Chancellor of the Australian National University No, he'd be great. No, he'd be great. He'd be great. I wasn't thinking about him. Brian would bring the wine. I'd be up for that. G'day Sausages is me, Will Grant... Me, CJ Josh. And also me, Will Grant, and CJ Josh. <laughs> <laughs>